And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created in We are exploited. We are downtrodden. We are denied not only civil rights, but even human rights. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against the common enemy. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to ride, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crying in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! We'll get together, have a few laughs. Welcome to the Iowa Talk Guys podcast. I'm your host, Theo. And I'm E-Rock. And I'm TP. Tonight... We put together a road to war update. All roads lead to war. And we've moved on. Everybody's forgot about Ukraine. What? We're yeah. going gonna to touch on that a little bit at the you, end. You, you what? Huh? You what? Ukraine what? Ukraine. Anyway, so everybody's aware. We've, we've already put out the special report on, on Israel. Everybody's aware of what's going on. It's blasting the 24-hour news cycle. Yes. They're wanting you to stay fearful and angry. Get, get your cortisol injections mm-hmm. in there. The babies. They took the babies out of the incubators. Think about the babies. It's always the babies. Took the incubators and left the children to die on the cold floor. This one is a little hairier than the Russia-Ukraine thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't push more dead babies in Ukraine prior to this. Well, they're really pressing the dead babies right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they did. Stomach turning reports of being babies being killed. I never really thought that I would see and have confirmed pictures of terrorists beheading children. Until that thing kind of fell apart. Anyway. It might have been the IDF that did it. Might have been Hamas once again rushing to conclusions on all this crap. And who knows? Could have been ISIS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Is- Israel and the United States have funded all of them. I mean, at one point in time or another. Mm. Yeah, it could have been the Al Nusra front. We don't know. So, starting off, I wanted to touch on what I call the insolvent equation of essentially the United States involvement in this. We did report that the Eisenhower carrier group was already in the med, essentially, and their trip was extended unilaterally by the defense secretary. No, the Eisenhower came straight from Norfolk. You're right. The Ford was there. Yeah, the Ford the new got, one. They got extended. So they got extended, but the development since is that the Eisenhower was sent in the Ford from Norfolk. There's already two groups in that area. Right, right now, we two re- carrier groups, strike groups. We have a lot of warships there. We reported the one. So now they're talking about that there were the two thousand Marines in that Marine Expeditionary Unit on that one. Now there are you know forces. But you can extrapolate from that. There's another 2,000 Marines there. So 4,000 U.S. Marines. Outrageous, dude. And two carrier groups and all that goes along with it. So a lot of firepower. Yeah. And uh, Putin did come out last week or two weeks ago, wherever, and said, just so everyone's aware, 
Not a threat. It's not a threat, but all those ships over there in the Mediterranean are within striking distance of Russians. Hypersonic uh, missiles. Their Air Force and Navy. Yeah, the Kinzhal missile. It's a hypersonic missile. It goes something to the effect of like five, eight times the speed of sound, something like that. I mean, they're you'd be dead before you anybody else heard it. They're potent weapons. So I did want to touch on that just a hair. And it costs $10 million? Yeah. Thanks for going straight to the last fact there, <laughs> E-Rock. Uh, on the list. Yes. So the Ford carrier is, I want to say that's the newest in the arsenal. I think Trump broke the old champagne bottle on that one. And uh, the project, the program cost of that, according to like the Congressional Research Authority or something like that, was... $37.3 billion for the program. So that's a lot of money. The unit itself, the carrier itself, I put $13 billion. Excuse me. It's $12.998 billion. Okay. According to the Congressional Research Authority. The Eisenhower is older. I want to, It was built in 1975. It costs like $680 million. It's about $5.1 billion adjusted to $2022 for the Eisenhower. Was built in 75, you said? Yeah, it was built in 75. At that point in time, it was like $680 million project, or not project, but unit. So do the math on inflation on that one. <laughs> That's not really very good for us at this point in time. It's vintage. Well, yeah, vintage. <laughs> yeah man. Maverick and, and Goose were on that one, bro. Maybe. I feel the need. The need for speed. Ow! So... The Kinzhal yeah, missile that, that that we brought up, the hypersonic missile in the Russians' arsenal, which it's said that we don't have hypersonic missiles, the U.S. Well, they also said we didn't have rail guns for years, and then now they're testing those. <laughs> right. So. But, um, of course, they're not going to publicly announce their weapons. So, yeah, it's a $10 million missile, according to Ukrainska Pravda, uh, because they said that the volley of like 12 of those things cost $120 million a year ago or so that it hit. I can't remember exactly where they hit a volley, but do the math on that. It's, you really want to have to kill a motherfucker. <laughs> it's pretty cheap for one of those hypersonic missiles or a few of them to sink a lot of American money and war assets. Pretty cost effective. Even as it's a very expensive missile, it takes me back to the analogy that we used of the the Chinese weather balloon. Yeah. That how cost, cheap. How cheap that must have been. And, and all the resources and money spent on. Yeah, the million dollar a piece <laughs> missile that shot it down and the, like, the first one missed. You know. Oops. Oops. Went over Michigan. Yeah, and then not to mention the amount of resources uh, it costs and the teams to go out to their ocean and pick it up and bring it up you know right it all costs money it costs a lot of money and quite frankly our gluttonous oversized air quotes defense department defense there are very very cheap comparatively oh yeah ways to get around the 800 billion dollar annual budget of our, our defense department of our pentagon look what the taliban and, and al-qaeda have been doing for the past 20 years the americans have the, the watches Taliban has the time. Yeah, we had to completely rebuild uh, our, our transportation and stuff and the way we fight wars because of these simple things called improvised explosive devices. Yeah, and 30-year-old AKs. Yeah, yeah, that the, uh, 
you know. I'm surprised it can only run uh, 35 miles per hour. The what the carrier? Yeah, no. it's like thousands upon thousands of metric tons. Yeah, that's a lot of weight of of ship going 35 mile knots. I mean, that's a, 35 that's not too knots bad. or 35 miles per hour. Per hour, 30 plus knots. Okay, so powered by nuclear power. How yeah. many how many knots converted to miles per hour? 1.1, I believe. All right, so yeah, 1.1 knots. 1.1 mile per hour equals a knot in AUT. So, it's, I mean, it's moving. It's a lot of weight moving. It, they can't turn on a dime, and they can't stop on one either. So, Times, you said 30 ton? Yeah, that's 33, 35, depending on your payload, what you have on there, right? Yeah. 5,000 people. Right. Not to mention equipment. So, that's equipment. That's vehicles. That's... You know, whatever. Yeah, it's and like, those carriers are like floating cities. Oh, absolutely. Sixty aircraft. E Rock just yeah. said sixty aircraft, five thousand sailors and marines. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no joke. It's a lot of stuff moving. Regardless, all it takes is one ten million dollar missile to uh, fuck the whole show up. Well, that's why they also have spent all that money on those rail guns, and they also they have defenses. I don't know. I don't know. If they can stop these subsonic, super subsonic missiles. The hypersonic missiles, the hypersonic. Yeah. yeah. where's these Jewish space lasers at? <laughs> but in addition to what you brought up earlier about Putin just saying, mentioning. you know, hey, just mentioning, hey, not a threat, but, you know, uh, our hypersonic missiles can reach the Mediterranean. And they also did beef up their Black Sea Air Force presence. Yeah. So they are constantly patrolling the Black Sea as we speak. Yeah. Remember when they annexed Chimera? Crimea, I mean. Yeah. Didn't take one round. Yeah. US, ever, the U.S. should try that. And everybody was like, hey, we want you here because we are ethnically Russian. Yeah. Yeah. And we love you. Yeah. I remember seeing a dude in the street at that time saying, uh, I swore my oath to the Soviet Union. So Yeah. They came in. All the citizens were waving Russian flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Absolutely. Pepperidge Farm remembers. And then all of a sudden, war, like four years. Well, we know. When did Crimea... When was it annexed? Annexed. 2014. That was 2014? Yeah. I remember saying something at a Bernie Sanders rally. Yes, I was there to try to... I mean, just hear people... I was trying a media project at that point in time, and I went there and got a little audio and whatnot, and I remember a lady from the local paper. I was just like, oh, yeah, I read your editorial and your time in Ukraine and your opinion about uh, how evil Putin is and how evil Russia is, and I and I was just like, yeah, the the important thing to remember is it's not worth a single u.s dollar or a single drop of american blood and she looked at me like she wanted to kill me and said well of course it is are you going to send your son or grandson didn't want didn't ask her that but i wanted to ever since i just laughed at her instead and then she started ignoring me she's still working locally yeah yeah uh we'll we'll i'll tell you call her i'll give you all those details offline all right she wouldn't give us the time of day but brother we don't have to make it. To, we don't have to let her know what we're doing with the audio that we when we call. <laughs> is is this a one party consent state? We need to yeah. find out. Iowa recording law stipulates that it is a one party consent state. In Iowa, it is a criminal offense to use any device to record communications, whether they are wire, oral, or electronic, without the consent of at least one person taking part in the communication, as long as the recording is made without any criminal intent. Iowa Code Section 808B.2. This means that in Iowa, you are legally allowed to record a conversation if you are a contributor, 
or with prior consent from one of the involved parties. Iowa Code Section 727.8. All right, well, hash that for another. We got a bunch of shit to talk about. Yeah, so moving on. A few facts about Gaza. This is our, that's right, listeners, you called it, anti-war article. Antiwar.com, great place. Yeah, to do all your favorite if shopping. It will, if it loads, I will, there it is. This is a few facts about Gaza, October 27th, 2023, Rick Sterling. So this is really interesting, and we haven't had a chance to touch on it yet, but there was a shitstorm because the UN Secretary General, Antonio Gutierrez, said, quote, It is important to also recognize the attacks by Hamas did not happen in a vacuum. The Palestinian people have been subjected to 56 years of suffocating occupation. Right. That's that's a fact. Yeah. So the Israeli ambassador freaked out, called it shocking, unfathomable, and disconnected from reality, and then called for the secretary's resignation. We're not UN defenders here, but we're going to maybe give a little credit where credit's due. Gaza has not been a place that anybody listening right now, or anybody not listening, particularly Americans, would want to be. Well, it looks like we screwed ourselves out of ever being in the UN, dude, because then they can just go back and listen to our special report that came out. Because this is this was October 27th. When, when did we do that report? That had to have been October 11th, 2023. Because we said the same thing. Yeah. That Israel was not innocent. No, absolutely this, not. And it, it, it sounded the like... The government, the Israeli government. Sure, yeah, the government. Regardless, yeah. That right. was said. We did go over that point. Right. And so, yeah, like you said, not to defend anybody in the UN, but the gentleman wasn't. He wasn't. Out of line. Incorrect. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Gentleman, I called him. <laughs> Fucking snake. Gentleman Gutierrez. <laughs> yeah, globalist bastard. <laughs> Fucking neocon. Hamas is evil. The Israeli government is evil. All governments at this point are pretty evil. And. There, there's a huge power struggle within Israel right now, and we've talked about that. And there are a ton of Israeli people that are not happy with their government presently. Wow. Yeah, that's that's actually a whole other episode. In that itself. is a whole other episode, but it's worth mentioning right now. There's a ton of division within Israel that, yeah, that we don't hear about, folks. Okay? So, and 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 that's another thing that's worth mentioning as well, is that as Americans with our media apparatus here... Okay, like in China, you know that the media is state run here in the United States. Most people are under, under the delusion that there are these private entities just giving us the information as they get it. And that's not true. They spin the living shit out of it. So you have to go out of your way to find stuff regardless. Literally. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's going to take time. That's why you listen to us because we're kind of a shortcut well, yeah. for some things. Yeah. Right. We're nerds that are we interested in well, we just been, we've been facts. watching this since it's been happening like i like i said i remember days back when the good old days when you can type in a search engine exactly what you want what you're looking for uh arnold schwarzenegger said this in this movie and it brings you up the stuff now mm -hmm. you have to go through all this crap there's multiple ads and they yeah. don't they're like that's even, something that you did that's an example you did yeah and, that you're bringing up and yeah. even on YouTube, like, I know this quote exists in this thing, and I have to go find a bunch of other stuff, and it's like, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's all Googled. Yeah, they want you to go look look at all this, these ads and all this garbage and shit before you get to what you're looking for, and it's a giant waste of time. 
And so, I think it's just to piss you off and keep you mojo down, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So some of the inconvenient facts about Gaza, according to this article. I'll just go over the cliff notes here. TP, you got something? No. Go. So about, this is a quote from the, from the article. About 80% of the people in Gaza are descendants of refugees who were expelled from their villages in what is now southern Israel in the 1948 Nakba, or catastrophe. All right? The inconvenient fact, one inconvenient fact, is most people can't just leave Gaza. Yeah. You can't just go in and out. All right? Especially before before this, this attack happened. Yes. And this uh, war that Israel is saying that they're having now. Since the beginning. Y- yeah, it was not easy for people to just leave. No, you can't just get in and out. So when people call it an open-air prison or an open-air concentration camp, it's not hyperbole. Right. Okay? And we mentioned before, you know, Israel occupied it for a while prior to Hamas being elected yeah. as a government. And funded by none other than Israel. Themselves. Yeah. So that was before they got out of control, man. On okay. top on top of that, as we stated in that special report, it is an incredibly impoverished place. Right. Fifty percent of workers are unemployed. All right. Farmers and fishermen are routinely fired upon. Fishermen from Gaza are not allowed to go into the deep waters. They will get fired on by the Israeli Navy. Yeah. So you can't have that fish, that good deep water. There you fish go. Is ours. That's right. And then on top of that, the article explains that boat motors are like a controlled object because obviously there's all sorts of shit that you can do with boat motors. You know, well, who yeah. Knows. Yeah, because uh, Israel still has, after they decided not to occupy Gaza anymore, they, but they said no land, air, or sea can they get out of. And, and Israel controls all that. So they can't fly shit out of there. No, in fact, the next fact is you said they can't fly shit out of there. The airport was bombed out in like a 2001, I believe. Mm-hmm. They had an airport, and then it was bombed out by, by Dude, Israel. Yeah, I remember, I, now that, I remember that happening now. Yeah. They showed it all over the news like it was some type of great victory. Yeah, cool airport you built. Boom. Yeah, I be- if I remember correctly, they were like, Gaza, they were hoping ter- a terrorist that helped non- the non 11 attacks or something. Don't quote me on that. I'll have to look that up. But On December 4, 2001, during the Second Intifada, Israel bulldozed many of the airport's structures. Eight days later, in response to a Palestinian terror attack that killed four soldiers and badly damaged several buildings, Israeli aircraft bombed the radar tower, and on December 15, another strike completely destroyed the runway. In 2010, civilian ships were bringing humanitarian aid into Gaza. Air quote that, because you know that shit can be snuck in and whatnot, and I'm right. sure it was, but... The ships, I think it was like 10 ships, were attacked by Israeli airborne troops, paratroopers. All right. Nine people were killed, including one American. Dang. Let me guess. America apologized for that American getting killed over there. Yeah. We're so sorry we had a citizen that got in the way of your yeah. bullets. Dick Cheney style. <laughs> yeah. So going back from that in 2003, and this is something that all the lefties love to bring up as well. I don't know. I think any loss of human life is tragic. But American Rachel Corey was run over and killed by an Israeli bulldozer trying to prevent the demolition of a Palestinian pharmacist's home. Wow. Now, Israel 
is not like France or Germany or the, even the United States for that matter, where college kids that glue themselves on the freeway will get politely moved. The Israeli bulldozer will fucking run you over and not think twice about it. And they don't give a fuck. They don't give a shit. Well, did you see the video of uh, those Palestinian protests where some old guy was plowing through them? No, I don't. In where in New York? Oh. Well, then there's a bunch of stuff going on, too. There, there's there's been groups. protests everywhere. Yeah, I there's, mean, a there's ton groups of, of Pal- Palestinian protesters beating Israeli protesters, yeah, too. So, like, there's assholes on both sides of this mess. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of emotions are up. Absolutely. This is right on the heels oh, no, of COVID, Minneapolis. too. This is right on the heels of COVID as well. Right. Like, people are already in condition orange, if not red. <laughs> yeah. And this could very well push people into condition black where they just they just lose it and go, this is this is when mothers drown their infant children for no fucking reason. Yeah. Right. They get into this type, this this uh, stress area. Sure. Before they eat them. Yeah. Um, just because they're crazy. So another really inconvenient thing about being able to leave Gaza is that oftentimes like outstanding students really good students they get scholarships to study abroad palestinian yeah. students they can't leave yeah. they have a scholarship to go study somewhere abroad imagine that they can get out of the shithole right and they can go to europe or the united states and study. Here's no. your golden ticket charlie no. israel israeli government says no yeah often oh that's a shocker and then here's <laughs> how can you get a scholarship here you're not even yeah. human yeah yeah which the actually the Israeli government has said multiple multiple times yeah. over this whole that's how you make it easy to situation. genocide people yeah. just like the the Nazis did with the Jews and we are saying that Hamas rocketing civilians in Israel does not justify Israel rocketing or bombing out or killing civilians in gaza i agree yeah and vice versa however so both sides are wrong but i don't think it justifies genocide no that's all i'm saying so no. if, if this gaza strip is like beachfront property how are they getting all the weapons in there to fire well they're making them allegedly and how did anybody get in or out of auschwitz how were there auschwitz or dachau escapees i yeah. mean it just happens human right. nature right how do weapons and drugs get into prisons in america right i mean yeah. heroin yeah i mean it's not supposed to happen but it does right <laughs> so i mean it's a good and, question yeah i mean and israel decided they're sieging gaza i believe they blew up the bridge to egypt which is the only way out uh rafa i believe was the name of that where the israeli government said hey escape to the south yeah and they're like, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, by the way, you can't touch our ground. You come up, you cross that line again. We'll kill you and your whole family. Here, we'll let line. you escape to Sinai, this absolutely damn near uninhabitable place. Just kidding. We're going to fucking kill you on your way out. So here's my favorite fact from the anti-war article. And this is how you really show that you're humanitarian is uh, in 2014, a water reservoir and a sanitation treatment plant were bombed in Gaza by the Israeli Air Force and raw sewage was running in the streets. That's a uh, page right out of the United States uh, Defense Department's book. Yeah. Biological warfare. Madeline Albright. But hey, you know what? I'm sure they just knew that, or they didn't know that these horrible attacks were going to happen just like the United States government... (laughs) 
did not know anything about these attacks that were going to happen on 9-11-2001, right? Excellent way to roll us in, which is something that we said, TP, that, oh, they just had no idea this was going to happen. Gee, well, this is a mystery, guys. Yeah. Moving on to Times of Israel by Shira Silkoff, 26th of October, 2023. Headline, surveillance soldiers warned of Hamas activity on Gaza border for months before October 7th. Months. This is the Times of Israel. Maya Desiatnik, who was on duty during the attack, a surveillance soldier for the IDF, said, quote, it's infuriating. We saw what was happening. We told them about it, and we were the ones who were murdered. What happened? Well, Desiatnik and Yale Rotenberg, they were on post October 7th when the attack happened. And then along with another person who was not, they got this individual got out about a month one month prior to the attack because they completed their mandatory military service. Amit Yerushalmi, they all claimed that they reported in the weeks and months leading up to October 7th that they witnessed, quote, shooting and rolling tactics towards the fence. That's right. There is a fence all the way around Gaza. Now, shooting and rolling it would, would bounding leaping tactics be another way to explain that. Mm-hmm. Is that that's, it's a simple military technique right with a limited amount of soldiers is one team of 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 soldiers or marines or whoever are firing and then that gives the another team the opportunity to get up run and get to a closer position right yeah and then they get up then they fire and then the other other team team, they move up they bound yeah bound and leap is what the u.s military calls it so shooting and rolling just could be another way of saying that but anyway they could be yeah they were doing They were doing that towards the fence. Uh, There were patrols by people inside the wire of Gaza with binoculars, cameras, and they were sometimes armed. Huh. That's weird. Yeah. It said the Palestinians dressed in civilian clothing and approached the border fence with maps, examining the ground around it and digging holes. Convoys of Hmm. vans and white pickups. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're, they're, they're just looking. They were, good places. Holes. they were digging holes. And then uh, I believe it was Desiatnik even reported that there was some sort of like tank infiltration exercise that they witnessed on oh, how really? to like take over an, an Israeli tank or something like that. Wow. Just to subjectively, I guess. And that's what they did day one. Remember, they snatched up some tanks from the yeah. patrol so, bases. So the article explains that this all went up the chain of command. These reports went up, and they didn't do anything with the information. So that's weird. Super weird, man. Moving on here to this Forbes article to get a little deeper on the warning signs here. The Forbes article is by Antonio Pequeño, the fourth. Headline, CIA issued warnings about potential escalated Hamas attacks on Israel days before strike. How convenient. Hmm. September 28th, the CIA warned of, of possible Hamas rocket strikes. October 5th, warned of, quote, increased probability of violence from Hamas. Which was two days before the actual attack, right? It was 7th that the attack happened. Now, the Forbes article states that the Biden administration was not warned because, quote, the CIA did not designate the reports as having particular significance to policymakers. End quote. That's well, interesting. who gives a shit? Hmm? Yeah. Well, I don't think the policymakers will like this. 
So we're just not going to tell them about it. Well, but they still pass the information on to Mossad, correct? I don't, we don't, we don't know anything about that. Or does the article state? I went through these things pretty quick. Key facts. Yeah, it said the, the September 28th intelligence reports warned of the possibility that Hamas would launch rockets, like you said. But that was in the New York Times. They reported it, citing U.S. officials. And a second report from the, the 5th, two days before the attack, warned of an increased probability of violence from Hamas. Yeah, it doesn't really say if they gave it to... Not Mossad. But hold, hold on. Because next we've got this CNN article. Okay. All right, which that article lists the September 28th and the October 5th warnings from the previous Forbes article, and it claims that the Biden administration was given high-level warnings over the past year. Oh, so, so everything's normal. No one knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Also, that one claims that Arab Middle East diplomats warned and claimed the administration never listened, quote, every meeting of the last year and a half, Arab and Middle East diplomats told the administration. That's weird. That probably doesn't look good for our quote-unquote ally, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. So, is this just like Pearl Harbor? <laughs> the uh, American-educated premier admiral in the world just going missing with an entire fleet out in the Pacific. They are on vacation. <laughs> they are on vacation. <laughs> yeah. As the whole island is embargoed. They're running out of diesel fuel. All ships are run on diesel fuel at this time. And then, yeah, folks, that's a story we, I don't buy. I don't buy that that nobody had any damn idea right. that Pearl Harbor was not going to happen. Yeah, they even tell you in the Disney movie. Yeah. So. The one with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. So the tragedy of all of this is, and this number it just keeps growing by the day, okay? There are 8,000 dead Palestinians. We have about over a thousand dead Israelis since okay. October seventh. Dang, that's a one to eight ratio. And then pretty solid numbers in three weeks. And unfortunately, the, the most tragic point of this is that on both sides, those are people that had nothing to do with any of this madness. They're just caught in the middle of it. I think I saw three thousand kids dead. Yeah, I saw that number. And that's the pictures of dead children are uh, are pretty grieving at this oh, point it's, they always are dude it's, but don't look you don't need to look at them all right here's the other thing dude we are living in a world where literally pretty soon dude in the next i'd say five years i give it five these dead baby pictures they're gonna look so realistic this and that are gonna be completely 100 percent ai yeah they're not right now if they aren't already right exactly because the technology that we have it's like the eyes and the hands are messed up. The AI can't quite get them right, supposedly. Well, when we know it's AI, that it does it. Right. But the problem with that is that all it looks like is video from 10 years ago. So, so oh, maybe they're using a little bit older well, of a there's, camera. There's some other stuff. No, they can make some pretty detailed photos, but like there's certain small things that you, you can tell it's AI. Well, sure, but at the same time, all I'm saying is that the video quality of that is still superior to what we watched on television as kids i agree with that right. but i also i want to say it is allegedly darpa's years ahead of us so yeah, right yeah so what was the final verdict on that uh hospital bombing i think tp and i are slightly conflicted on this one yeah yeah do you think it was israel missed its mark and hit the parking lot i don't know that they even missed their mark 
Yeah. You think they hit a hospital and then they're covering it up? I think anything's possible at this point. That's a good one. And a hospital is not out of uh, out of bounds. Well, it could have been a Hamas rocket that when went you're off course. Launching rockets next to the hospital. Anything's possible. That's why we're just discussing yeah. it. That we're just discussing it. It could have been somebody that the yeah. Hamas was set up in the parking lot and right. they wanted to use that cover. Who knows? And it could have been that Israel targeted a freaking hospital. I mean, hey, the guys, the top guys are not one homogenous being. You know, we're we're individuals too. Well, yeah, and what we're saying, yeah, I mean, they, we do have they did target water treatment facilities, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it could be, I don't know, it, it could, could be, maybe, what they maybe did. it never even happened. Yeah, right, right, like the forty beheaded babies. Nobody fucking knows what's going on there. We've heard everything. The Israelis yeah, did it. Had, Hamas did it. And how, how come they're not pinning Joe Biden to the wall like they did with Trump on when he would say stupid shit on the live TV? Yeah, well, we know the answer to that. <laughs> we do know the answer because to that. Because they are covering for him every step of the way. And this, like I said, this could all be a wag the dog situation. Absolutely. But we think it might be leading to worse things, though. Oh. The tensions are rising. People yeah. are getting deployed. We do know people that are being activated. I do. We don't have any links, but it is being reported that American special forces are already there. Would that surprise you at all? No. No. Not in the least. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Yeah. Yeah. The military they, is they being, always are. By people being activated, I want to clarify it's military being you know, their units being activated yeah, as like far as moving conventional units you're talking y- about, yes, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're not talking green berets and Well, know. yeah, those might even too. And they Well they, they would be well there before. Be. Yeah. If yeah, if they already weren't already in there doing stuff. So Yeah. So, unfortunately, Israel's moving on to the second stage of this operation. Okay, all right, well, I guess now we move on to stage two. Which means military's going in. Boots on the ground. And, uh, Iraq, I don't know, if, have you seen any of that footage? TP and I were talking ahead of time about seeing some of the footage of... No. Alleged no. footage of the Israeli military going in. There's a lot of rounds being fired. A shitload of rounds being fired. Yeah. And um, thousands of rockets. Yeah. the yeah. So imagine how many uh, five, five, sixes or whatever. I think that Israeli Tavor is chambered mm-hmm. something different, but maybe not. They're Could using M4s, M16s. They're using a lot of them. Yeah. The Israeli government. So on to a Fox News article here. This is from October 30th, 2023. That was the last update because I have the 29th here and it does say last update. But headline, Israel expands ground operations in Gaza as Netanyahu announces second stage of war against Hamas. The Israeli military is carrying out expanded ground operations against Hamas terrorists. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. In northern Gaza. Well, this update on here says as many as 9,400 people have been killed in the war. On both both sides. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, right here yeah. it says fourteen hundred or fourteen. Yeah, fourteen hundred Israeli civilians and soldiers, thirty-three Americans, and more than eight thousand Palestinians. Palestinians. So yes, one killed. to eight. That's just a solid that's a ratio. Lot. That's a, lot, a lot of people dead, but it's not enough for the bloodthirsty neocons of the world, and no. they need more. No, they need a- more blood for their sacrifices. Sacrifices, yeah. One hundred and ten in the West Bank. So not even in Gaza. I told you, they're you not going to stop with the Gaza Strip. You did. I'm calling it now. They're 
They may not even, they may stop partially with the West Bank, but they're taking over Jerusalem. Well, yeah, something that we haven't talked about, we haven't gathered the resources for it, but there is also an alleged plan. I don't know if it's exactly from Netanyahu, but of a greater Israel that is That's much larger than the footprint that it is in today. Yeah, yeah. The, the classic, classic Israel, which would take, I believe, a little bit more of Egypt, Jordan, Lebanon. Oh, over to even, I think, parts of uh, Iran, or, I mean, Iraq. I watch CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in Iraq and Iran. I think they yeah. would have to go through a good portion of Saudi Arabia for that to happen, if I'm not. But yeah, I mean, could, who knows? Again, we, don't, we haven't gathered the resources on that one. If you guys go further down on this article, because that was just a short little quick fact from... Uh, Fox News there, but the next headline down says, "Yeah, Sullivan, you fucking jackass, me, yeah, what? It would take over a giant portion of Saudi Arabia into so, Iraq. So I hadn't actually seen that picture and Syria, and yeah, that's so that's a large, large portion of land there. Egypt. I mean, that's like going all the way over to the Euphrates. That's the Euphrates <laughs> oh, right there. That's what, yeah, that's what it is. It's from the because the Mediterranean Sea to the, the the mouth of the Euphrates because that's like biblical Israel, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah." To the Euphrates. This is the the land that Jacob of uh, Abraham and Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Abraham was from by the Euphrates, right? Yeah, yeah. And I then he went so. like up into Syria and then down into. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a fucking jackass. It's fine. But getting well, back, just to, because you're the map guy, you memorize the the globe somehow, dude. Yeah, right, dude. As as you guys' minds have been, I'm sure, with this new development over the last three weeks or whatever. My mind has been all over the damn place, dude. Yeah. This is nuts. We've been busy. Yeah. A lot of shit's been happening. Plus, cutting last week's show was a chore. (laughs) It was a chore. Well. But it's a good one, If it wasn't you, it would have been me. Yeah. It's it's all good. Here's old Jake Sullivan. Sullivan says Israel should protect Gaza civilians, despite Hamas using human shields. That's really interesting, old Sullivan there, because your buddy Kirby... Right, Hancock Kirby gets. Remember the crocodile tears that Kirby uh, Kirby had uh, right after October seventh. Uh, these these are human beings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. no no yep. tears, but damn, he sold it. I think that was on well one of those main turd stations. But then when it comes to going into Gaza and the bombings and whatnot, he's like, well, you know, hey, you know, collateral damage or whatever, it's going to happen. It's, it's part of war, barbaric. So I just want. Oh to, yeah, well the, the neocons always justify the the deaths are necessary. Yeah, well you want to pay t- no attention. To you want to talk about double standards and and thinking certain people are human beings and certain people are not. Mm-hmm. Well, members of this administration definitely have a double standard on that. Absolutely, dude. And it's no different than any other war. They do the same. This they use the propaganda to demoralize, dehumanize the enemy. And then it makes it easier for your people to kill their people. So Sullivan is taking good cop and Kirby's taking bad cop on this. That's really sweet. Moving on, we have Times of India updated October 29th, 2023. Israel expands ground operation. Gaza war enters second stage. 
Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said Saturday night that the military has opened a second stage in the war. I already said that from the Fox News article Mm -hmm. against Hamas by sending ground forces into Gaza and expanding attacks from ground, air, and sea. Mm -hmm. He said it will only increase ahead of a broad ground invasion into the territory. It will be long and difficult, he said. We are ready. Oh, they're not even trying to be like, we'll smash them quickly and destroy them. They're like, we know they are dug in like ticks and we have to kill them. Yeah, everybody's and kill them and kill them and kill them. Everybody's talking them. about the uh, the tunnels and whatnot that yeah. Moss has dug in there and going to get. In fact, they were t- they're talking about chemical weapons. So this is something that I wanted to get back to with the carrier group. Hmm. Now, our administration is talking about using chemical weapons to get them out of those tunnels. So they're like, look, once again, we'll look for a chemical weapon attack from Hamas here as they're talking about using chemical weapons hmm. to get Hamas out of the tunnels. Remember the chemical weapon attack that Assad used on his own people in Syria? Oh, wait. That turned out to not be him. Turned out to be the terrorists. The bombardment described by Gaza residents as one of the most intense of the war knocked out most communications in Gaza. Gaza Knocked them out? Well, they're talking about how they were cut. So yeah, 2.3 million people in need of medical care, yada, yada, yada. No communication. Lights out. No internet. No phones. You don't need that shit. So what's Starlink going to do for them? Well, that's just internet that gets buzzed in from those the 10 satellites that you see going by well at least where we're from you can see the stars right yeah but uh the stars so yeah i think that elon musk is checking for security from israel and the u.s government see if he can bring starlink in i think the world's richest man should just do whatever the fuck he wants but are you guys okay with this well they would just then israel would be like fuck you and just shoot him out of the sky (laughs) (laughs) you don't think they wouldn't yeah there, Israel, Israel right now is at the point of you are either for us or against us. If you are against us, then fuck you yeah, too. Even if the USS Liberty goes in there. I want to make clear Israel's position regarding a ceasefire. Just as the United States would not agree to a ceasefire after the bombing of Pearl Harbor or after the terrorist attack of 9-11, Israel will not agree to a cessation of hostilities with Hamas after the horrific attacks of October 7th. Calls for a ceasefire are calls for Israel to surrender to Hamas, to surrender to terrorism, to surrender to barbarism. That will not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that there is a time for peace and a time for war. This is a time for war. And Netanyahu is telling his people that God is on on their side. Oh yeah, he's like bringing out this biblical prophecy. Yeah, he's talking scripture yeah. on TV. And it's getting. He's going to Old Testament. It literally, yes. literally, but they are not. Yeah, he's bringing up like prophets and this stuff. This isn't the Old Testament anymore, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break the news to you. But those days are done and over with. You ain't gonna convince him of that. No, you're not. Yeah, he's on. A, he's on a, a war path because they're at war. Moving on. So yeah, second stage of the war. They're sending troops in. It's not gonna be pretty. Man, I think they're taking it. I think they're gonna plant that flag and and take it. So did you guys hear about the new speaker? 
for the Republicans. How could I not? Mike Johnson. Yeah. Mike Johnson. Uh, <laughs> That's is that that sounds almost like I when I heard it, I was like, this can't be it. Like Mike Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike Hey, is Mike Johnson there? Tell tell us about this new breath of fresh air that we're getting as Speaker of the House. This evangelical. Yeah, tell us about uh about how big of a warmonger McCarthy was and how the Republicans are putting somebody else in there. Well, he acknowledged God is not done with America yet. But he was on a Amen. He was on Fox News' Hannity and he said the House is primed to pro-offer a 14.5 billion support bill for Israel, slightly more than what the Louisiana Republican said Israel via the White House has asked for. Yep, take all even them, more. Take all them blue and gold flags off your cars, ladies. <laughs> What else was he about? Johnson said the figure is very specific number. This tied is Fox to News. Very specific measures, and that each dollar should be offset by a cut elsewhere. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for being fiscally responsible, Mike Johnson. Yeah. Where is that elsewhere going to? Some other defense contractor. Cool. And he says, "Quote: America will back Netanyahu up. They tell us when we're in Israel, the reason we're able to sustain ourselves and survive is because everybody knows." Our big ally is America. Yeah. I'm glad that they speak for us. Our biggest. Hey. L'chaim. L'chaim. Johnson says he understands the concerns that America cannot be dropping money out of helicopters with a $33.6 trillion debt. Oh, of course not. <laughs> but also, we must show our regard for, quote, nations of free people around the world. Have to. But we have to take care of our own house first, he added. Yeah, that's why he's sending all these weapons over there and money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm all for taking care of our own house, Mike. But uh, then you, in the same breath, said how we're going to aid other countries. Oh, so you're not for the lip service. Oh, that's a novel idea. I'm just confused. Here. <laughs> Gender confusion? <laughs> no, no, he's a man. I'm not confused about that. I meant you. Uh, I am comfortable with my gender. <laughs> it's just a construct, social construct anyway. Yeah. Well, I'm a man. Who authored that? From Fox News? Sean yeah. Hannity. Oh, Hannity did. The old handster himself. Dude, I think that guy, he's got intelligence ties, I think. Yeah, for sure, dude. For sure. Mockingbird. Well... You saw that. Uh, he also said uh, Putin, sorry, uh, cannot be allowed to prevail in Ukraine. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Done a great job of stopping him thus far. Um, depending on to you, who you talk to, I guess. What other talking points do you have, Mike? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was supposed to be some ultra mega. Yeah, he probably is. He was endorsed by Trump, was he not? And it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. Would it surprise matter. you? It doesn't matter, dude. So was Nikki but, Haley, so, ambassador yeah. to the UN, that says, tweets, quote, anti-Zionism is anti-Semitism. So let's just talk about that for one sec. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's because, totally different. Because if you understand the Semites, the, the Jews, okay, they practice a religion, not all of them, because a ton of people in Israel particularly are secular Jews. They are no more Jewish than 
So many all people, the people here, down in the Rust and the Bible Belt. So many people here claim to be Catholics. Well, that's just because their parents made them go there when they were kids. Okay, and they, and they took it. Then uh, twelfth grade, they are uh, when they were twelve. They went through uh, what's it called? Catechism or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Jeeves, go. It's called Catholic confirmation. You bloody tossers. Thanks, Jeeves. But yeah, so the Jewish religion is like three thousand five hundred years old. Okay. And the, the idea of Zionism is like 150 years old. So yes. that's a really stupid statement yes. that I would expect Nikki Haley to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. And we are in no way, it goes without saying, anti-Semites. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. But we also understand that the Jews, how the modern state of Israel was created. Yes. And the Jews killed Jesus. <laughs> right. Well, the Romans did. Well, but the Jews had them. And isn't isn't that interesting? This government that's that's running things now. I think they would be the same government, and that if their Messiah showed up right now, they'd be like, "Well, you're stupid. Hang this one up to dry, fellas." Yeah, yeah. and and the uh, U.S. would provide the nails, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. So and then say, "Praise Jesus," right? Yeah, that's the other thing. But you know, speaking on the weapons being sent. The, the U.S. did threaten to stop sending weapons to uh, Israel because just recently they were really upset because... Real upset. The good old Israeli National Security Minister, Itamar Ben-Giver, the U.S. threatened to stop sending weapons and rifles to Israel because the freaking defense minister was handing out weapons in public to uh, voters, yeah, to citizens. Here you go. Here, do you want guns to for to, votes? You want to defend yourself? Come vote for me. You vote for me, you get the rifle. No, that's not how it's going down. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? Hey, you win my vote, fella. How many? Yeah. Keep in mind that Korean War veterans got to come home with their rifles. Yeah, World War II so, veterans also. They yeah, got they yeah. got to mail stuff home. They got to yeah. come home with whatever they found. I used to work with a guy whose dad was, uh, I want to say, in the like 101st or 82nd Airborne in Korea. And he still had his father's M1 carbine. Wow. You know, that little 30 cal? Yeah. Pop, 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 pop. That would be amazing. Have that'd you be... ever fired one of those? No. No, that'd be sweet. You can one-hand it. Yeah? Yeah, it's light. I mean, it's a 30 cal, but it's light. I bet you could. Oh, you could deer hunt with it because that's a straight shoulder Yeah, cartridge. it's a straight straight. Oh, yeah, shell, you could deer with it. You, uh, you could hunt deer with that here in Iowa now. Uh, anyway, these images came out in Israel that appear to show Mr. Ben Gavar distributing firearms, rifles at political events in Ben Brock and Alad, two towns near Tel Aviv. Did you mention this is the Telegraph? Oh, he... Uh, Giovanni Legarano. I did not mention that. So, from the Telegraph? Yeah. yeah. So, apparently... We don't want you to have these weapons because you're handing them out now. The State Department spokesperson said President Biden directed his team to ensure Israel has what it needs to defend itself consistent with international law, and we are actively providing additional security assistance to the Israeli Defense Force. Which Because which, they're saying, these aren't the weapons that you provided us. We're not giving these to the civilians. These are Israeli-purchased American weapons. Right. <laughs> which is going to make the, the next link that we have really, really make even more sense, right? Why don't yeah. we just tell them to go pick it up and afghanistan the right. six hundred thousand <laughs> weapons they left no yeah. kidding dude well that, yeah that's the other thing those are some badass m4s that were left over there i bet man 
with some nice optics ACOGs. and all yeah all the fanciest gear beautiful but it's really interesting because the united states the washington post just freaking had an article come out oh no i'm sorry i didn't have this one come out this came out back in 2022 february 26 2022 to be oh. exact isabel kershudian sobhan o'grady sobhan o'grady that's interesting yeah and love day morris it sounds like a band they would be those would be good names for a bandmates anyway reporting out of kharkiv ukraine in a downtown government office building blah 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 the article states weapons to anyone across ukraine militias form as russian forces near so in the very beginning the u.s was sending weapons and aid to ukraine yeah and there the ukrainian government was like weapons for everyone mm-hmm. here they are double standards you're man. schlav so you automatically are born you know how to use weapon i'm just trying to find as many nazi tattoos in these pictures as i can oh going down <laughs> yeah when you scroll down here yeah oh yeah there's a bunch it's really weird but all these people the u.s didn't care about those oh when it comes to killing russians yeah don't worry about it kill as many as you can let anybody do it even if they accidentally kill themselves or something you know handing out t- more than twenty-five thousand automatic rifles yeah and 10 million bullets. I love it when they call them bullets. Bullet. RP- oh, and RPGs. There, cool. Yeah, there was a whole... There was also, yeah, there was also munitions. There are no losers here. They're having all these speeches. These people are like, yeah, yeah, Ukrainian military. They were engage- having an engaged in eight years in a conflict with Russian-backed separatists. The civil war in Ukraine, yeah, that a lot of Americans had no fucking idea even ex- existed was happening. Yeah, that people died, people were drug out of the and parliament the, the, the and whatnot. Uni- yeah, and the United States has a, had a major hand. Victoria Newland in in that entire operation. Victoria Cooland. Yeah. So, and when you talk to a, a lot of people about it, and they're like, "I have no fucking clue what you're talking about, dude." <laughs> Eight years in conflict. But anyways, then they were they were giving these fucking people weapons and shit. And this old man said, I'm too old to run with a gun, but I can sit and shoot. Yeah, one old lady said, uh, I just want to offer open hands. Give me a mop. We will shoot. We will make Molotov cocktail. We will do everything. Yes. We will fight them with pitchfork. This right. Mm-hmm. 70-year-old man. Very interesting. That's kind of a double standard there, don't you think? It is. I don't understand. Make that of what you will. Maybe they learned a lesson last year when they're like, yeah, give weapons to everybody. And then all the old 70-year-old men get a hold of them and then shoot whoever the fuck they want <laughs> that pissed been pissing them off for the last 50 years. Yeah, I bet the muzzle discipline in Ukraine over the past two, three years has been fucking incredible. Completely outstanding. So, should we move on to We Are the Mighty? Ten facts about the IDF. Yeah, by Bethany Phillips. October 23rd, 2023. Yeah, we don't even have to go over that whole thing, dude. Honestly. Mandatory military service in the IDF. Two years for females, three years for males. Yeah. I like the how Wonder Woman served, right? Gal Gadot. She served from 2005 to 2007. Before she was Wonder Woman. Hmm. She joined a year after winning Miss Israel and competing in Miss Universe. Wow. Wow. Hot shit, huh? I guess one really cool thing about the IDF is that they don't deploy anywhere other than Israel. Right. Yeah. So. They're involved in arts. The arts. Yeah. yeah. 
martial arts. <laughs> Krav Maga. Yeah. That is no joke, dude. That's, that's one of the other facts that's on this is that Krav Maga was developed by the IDF. Yeah. And it's like, it's go, basically just the fastest, easiest way to kill you. Yeah. Go for throats. With bare hands. Pick up rocks. Smash eyes with fists. Do with whatever fingers. Yeah. Even if you break your fingers in his eye socket, at least that fucker doesn't have an eye. Yeah. It's interesting. It says here they started with very little. The founders of the IDF had to build their ranks from the ground up. Even until the 1950s, senior officers did not receive a wage. Yeah. They were hard up. They were only able to eat what they grew. This says they don't throw around rank either. A bullshit. A bullshit. A bullshit. A bullshit. I didn't know uh, that they support vegan lifestyles. Apparently, 20% of the country is vegan. Oh, man. Well, yeah, they grow a lot of vegetables there, and they supply a lot of the Mediterranean with, with vegetables. Oh, vegetarian, and then 5% of Israelis are vegan. Yeah. Sam Bankman fraud would like it there, then. They train more than just dogs. Camels, donkeys, alpacas, antelopes, llamas. That's cool. Yeah, they developed Kramaga. Yeah, I love alpacas, and I love alpaca wool, but I am not severely allergic to it just allergic to it sucks because it doesn't take a lot of that stuff to really warm up but it just makes me itchy as hell yeah yeah that's weird sucks anyway yeah that's that's sign language interpreters are provided that was the 10th fact anyway yeah so people are are supposed to serve right they say that every civilian supposed to citizen supposed to serve so Going back to the Israeli official handing out freaking rifles and stuff to civilians, I, w- I would assume that most of them know how to use it. Well, most of them, yeah, but an interesting fact is that they have, they don't exactly enforce the compulsory service over there. Yeah. Because of the Orthodox Jews. Right. That, Which would make sense. Yeah, don't believe in like serving the military like that. Right. And by the way, Orthodox Jews are oftentimes overwhelmingly against the modern state of Israel. And uh, overwhelmingly against murder. Yeah, because it's kind of one of those Ten Commandment things. Genocide. So, but, you know, whatever. So, moving on to this uh, Global Times article. For anybody that's familiar with Global Times, it is a Chinese, obviously, CCP organization. We already have a YouTube episode. Thanks for putting those up, by the way, you rock. That's uh, banned in China. Yeah, I don't like our YouTube. So, L'chaim, <laughs> gentlemen. There we go. There we go. We got an bing, article banned bing, in uh, China. But uh, the G- Global Times staff reporters on October 17th, 2023, published headline, Israel-Palestine conflict threatens to deepen rifts in Western societies. Experts. While terrorist attacks and violence linked to racial division continue to increase in Europe and the U.S., Chinese experts warned on Tuesday that the Israel-Palestine conflict has brought to the light the deep-rooted divisions within Western societies, as well as the contradictions of ethnic antagonism, and the Western countries should reflect on this rather than evade the problem. They're not wrong. Hmm. Anybody can see the divisions uh, arising, or even here in Iowa. Yeah. What I found really interesting was that it goes on to mention that two Swedish nationals were shot to death and a third was wounded in Brussels uh, recently by a man who identified himself as part of ISIS, the Islamic State. They claimed responsibility. Yeah, a picture of the Belgian police at the Grand Palace in Brussels. And you know what? Just looking at this image, I had to look 
and see if there's a title for this. Because just looking at it, this looks almost like uh, these could be Americans. These could have been British. These can be French. Pretty weird how colonialism, colonization, all these militaries and these police officers and their, rat and their full be battle rattle gear and all this stuff, they all look the same. NATO, baby. Weird. It goes on to state that a, a Chechen, man of Chechen origin, stabbed to death a teacher and severely wounded two other adults in his school in northeastern France. Macron said he denounced it as Islamic terror. And here's the paragraph that I really wanted to get to, or two paragraphs, uh, right across the river in Illinois. What's more, an Illinois landlord accused of fatally stabbing a six-year-old Muslim boy and seriously wounding his mother was charged with a hate crime after police and relatives said he singled out the victims because of their faith and as response to the war between Israel and Hamas. So he did, I did see that. Yeah, he did allegedly say, you Muslims, as he was stabbing the mother to, or the boy to death. What is so, so I'm surprised I didn't hear about this. You didn't? You didn't hear about Yeah, I yeah. saw that come across what the a, blotter the other what day. What a piece of shit. How could you stab a fucking child? I mean... Yeah, uh, I guess he hates Muslims that bad that he's going to kill a six-year-old boy. A poor, defenseless six-year-old yeah. boy. What a piece of shit. Oh, that makes me sick to my stomach, dude. Absolutely. Oh, just right... Right across the river, dude. Like here. That's yeah, uh, yeah. I know. In Illinois, I, re I read about it. Illinois, the Illinois border is about less. We'll just say it's less than an hour from us. Yeah, yeah. The river. We're, we're less than an hour away from the river. So, look, Chinese media is not wrong here. There, it's there are deeply rooted divisions that are being exposed right now. Fucking communists. You've got everybody from Ron DeSantis trying to. Oh, Mike ban pro-Palestinian uh, rallies and whatnot on college what? campuses. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I don't agree with that. I no. don't agree with the. I don't agree with any of this shit. No. Any of the protesting or the uh, the four slaughtering each other protests. I agree. I I'm for ceasefire protest, but banning a, a protest because of another religion or a country. That's kind of unconstitutional, bud. They don't care. And as him, wasn't he, he? No, he wasn't a constitutional lawyer, was he? No, I don't think so. I he think was he was a like lawyer a lawyer for a, the. He was a jag. Jag lawyer, yeah, yeah. down in Gitmo. Yeah, Gitmo. So and <laughs> I, helping feed the terrorist cock meat sandwiches. You know what I mean? I don't have the link, but guys, we have always state: look for yourselves. Don't believe a word we say. Yeah, I believe Florida is sending arms to Israel. So what? All those arms they confiscated. Uh, from the drug dealers in the streets and shit. Uh, maybe, or maybe Florida. Didn't they do that. Then they wasn't some cities in California doing that for Ukraine. If I remember correctly, oh, that buybacks was buybacks or something like that. Yeah, they were selling. The, they got weapons, buyback weapons, or weapons that that were supposed to be destroyed because they were killed people on the streets by drug dealers and shit, like in uh, the Lethal Weapon three movie, right? Yeah, we can just send these. And to then them. yeah, we can just support the war in Ukraine. There we go. Here we go, Froak. Well, you was taxpaying dollars to ship it, too. So should we have a knife buyback program? <laughs> I'm surprised Kamala Harris didn't fucking make a speech about Well, this. no. If she if we ban knives, then she couldn't cut herself because she hates her. No. <laughs> she hates her fucking self. I heard she was. I think she loves herself. <laughs> and loves that hearing ma the mass shooting in uh, Maine. She was calling for the ban of assault They always rifles. do, dude. What happened after Sandy Hook? What happened after Aurora? Well, what happened after? You'll notice that the... Oh, wait. 
the take the guns propaganda is on fire right now in the United States. Yeah. Another thing to keep people divided. Absolutely. Going back to that that Chinese article, it's not just about division between Israel and Hamas. We got, we've been being divided for a long time over stupid shit. Divide and conquer. Stupid shit. People need to fucking grow up. It's like Hillary Clinton said. We came, we saw, (laughs) he died. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so clever. Something that I did have on my my tabs here in my browser that I, I wanted to bring up. It's a Zero Hedge article. It's basically all it does is it it talks about, and I saw a ton of other links on this, about how the situation in Gaza is so bad for people, not Hamas, for people, innocent people, that they're raiding UN food warehouses and whatnot because the situation has to be just horrible. Um, you can see the images and whatnot. That place, War is hell. That place looks like Dresden, dude. Dude, war's hell. That's all I'm going to say. They're looking into any of that shit, just be warned. You don't get yourself freaking blackpilled on a on a path of just like going condition orange, condi- or condition red, condition black. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It is hard, but dude, you can take it at grains of salt because here's the other thing. We don't know how, how many of those actual photos are fucking real. And I'm sure there's a lot of it that is real, though. I would imagine that Gaza is bombed the hell out right now. And... There's you getting all worried and losing sleep and angry about it ain't gonna solve nothing. No, but it is hard. But and being aware that it is happening and just being conscious of like, do you really want to support either side? Because that's the other thing. Either side's gonna be killing each other. Yeah. It's all about death. And and so our government loves it. <laughs> the death cult. Yeah, the Washington death cult. And uh, Israel, they've been wanting. We we discussed it on our special report. They've been wanting to take out these individuals for a while. Yeah. Essentially, they eliminate Palestine. The Israeli government has, they've been on record saying, talking about it. Get rid of these dogs. Put them on a diet. Yeah. And it's time to, to tell the Palestinians, abandon your fantasy of destroying Israel. Abandon the fantasy that you will conquer Jerusalem. Well, Netanyahu rejects calls for ceasefire. Yeah, yeah. and the UN or the US was like the US and Israel were the lone voters yeah, against he, a ceasefire. So what does that tell shocking. you? Shocking. Yeah. It's well, crazy. And Netanyahu, what's going- yeah, he came out, he was like, America didn't back when they were attacked at Pearl Harbor. They Full propaganda down. mode. 9-11. We're not going to back down. Yeah, and like I said, they're making it. Remember when everybody got mad because they didn't want to make they didn't want the U.S. to make it a religious war in the Middle East? Remember and, that first? Yeah, and uh, Bush conveniently said that this was a crusade. Yeah, September seventeenth, two thousand and one. This crusade, this war on terrorism, uh, is going to take a while. Yeah, and then there, and he's like, "But it's not a religious war." Yeah. November eighth, two thousand and two. We thank the many Muslim nations who stand with us against terror. Nations that are often victims of terror themselves. Tonight's Iftar also sends a message to all Americans. Our nation is waging a war on a radical network of terrorists, not on a religion. But yeah, all this stuff. But by happening. saying the word crusade, you just and actually literally incite people in that part of the world. Yeah, that really happened. So the the whole world is. Um, getting involved in this one way shape or form it's uh, a powder keg situation for yeah, sure absolutely i thought ukraine would have been the powder keg to no, turn things going this is really it but yeah and because now you're getting iran see turkey we've been wrong of nato yeah 
Yeah. Look at that. Look at that, folks. Plot twist. Everybody was wrong on shit. Yeah. No one saw this coming except for Mossad, the CIA, <laughs> the UN's intelligence agency, MI5. Um, MI6, right? Oh, yeah, MI6. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, there probably. Uh, I bet you Egypt and Saudi Arabia's intelligence agencies saw this coming. <laughs> they did. Egypt warned. Egypt warned the Israeli government. But besides all those things and those they people. They never saw that coming. Nobody saw it coming. Yeah. Nobody could have imagined people taking airplanes and crashing them into buildings. No. No way. Nobody could have imagined Hamas rising up and flying gliders into yeah. Israel. Israel and shooting yeah. concert goers. No. Nobody could. We just. Yeah. We live in reality. You're living in fantasy land. You think those things can happen. So like we said already, guys, uh, look into all of this for yourself. Yeah, for That's sure. all we're doing. Make up your own mind. This is just what we think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and what other people think that we read about. We read some of their things, their thoughts, expressed them. But, Iraq, you got anything else, buddy? Uh, no. I just... You just what? What's your guys' favorite hummus? <laughs> I like garlic. The garlic. You like that Sabra? Oh, yeah. Sabra makes a good yeah, one. That, yeah. With, um, the, with the garlic? Maybe they should change it to, like, freedom... <laughs> Chickpeas, chickpeas, whatever. Freedom chickpea puree. Yeah, there's uh one of our local grocers has the uh, has a freedom chickpea puree with green olives. Oh, oh man, I had that one. It's incredible. All right, no, I've had an olive one before, not yeah. that specific one you're talking about, but I've had an olive one before, and they're tasty. It's amazing. Yeah. So, what about you, Iraq? What's your favorite hummus? Uh, the supremely spicy one by Sabra. Oh, I didn't like yeah, the yeah. tribe one. Huh? That one uh, is that like the five peppers, uh, the roasted red pepper. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good yeah, stuff. That's right good there. stuff. Yeah, I bet that they make it really, really good in in the Middle East, Near East, Lebanon. Yeah, it have can, to be. Can only imagine what some actual authentic hummus, hummus tastes with like. Some unleavened bread. Yeah, oh, dude, oh, yeah, that'd be so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, hey, pray for peace, folks. Absolutely, pray for peace. Pray for a ceasefire. That's all we really can do at this point. Don't get uh, upset about this. There's getting pissed off and angry about it is not going to help anybody. It's hard. I get it. It's not I easy. totally get it. But you being angry about it and pissed off at all these folks is like you drinking poison expecting somebody else to fucking die from it. Because <laughs> it's just, you know, you're just going to cause yourself some stress and shit. So keep that in mind. Until next I'm talking time. from personal experience. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Until next time, listeners, always remember... Don't eat the yellow cake. Don't eat the yellow snow. And don't drink the Kool-Aid. You you have to do better than that. Come on, man. Don't eat the yellow cake hummus or something. I know you've got something. And let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. Iowa talk, guys. Out. Hi. Good night, everybody. Thank you very much. Very nice. Appreciate it.